Hello, it's Peter Wright and Kathleen Beauvais from Ontario, Canada, with episode number 192 of The Yacking Show. This is the show that connects you with people and ideas to open up new opportunities and help you navigate through the somewhat uncharted waters the world's going through right at the moment. We're in a, in a period of great change, and we think the more perspectives you get, the better to, negotiate, to navigate those changes. So... My first job is to welcome co-host Kathleen Beauvais from down the road from me in Waterloo, Ontario. Hi, Kathleen. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Peter. Thank you for that. And thank you also very much for tuning into our show. We so appreciate you and we love reading your comments. So please keep those coming. And if anyone is interested in being a guest on our show, please don't hesitate to reach out to either Peter or myself. We would love to hear from you. And as Peter mentioned, we do have another special guest with us today. Her name is Alona Loperi. Hello, Alona. How are you? Hello. Hello, Peter and Kathleen. I'm doing really awesome. Thanks so much for having me on your show. I'm so excited. Oh, well, it's a pleasure to have you. And you are the host of Life School Masterclass Show and the CEO of the Alona Loperi Coaching Life School. So we'll get into that in just a minute. But first, for our audience, can you give us a little bit about your background and what led you to leave your position at a Fortune 500 um, as a Fortune 500 executive and start a coaching business? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, it's where everything starts. And I feel that the journey that we go through really prepares us for those next phases in our lives. So I did, um, I worked for Fortune 500 company for 15 years before I ventured out into entrepreneurship. I was very happy there for many years, climbed the corporate ladder. The company was in growth phase. So I was able to do very many different positions from HR, marketing, sales, to executive leadership. Mm -hmm. So I did learn a lot of, you know, experience and skills and all of that. But there came a time I felt when I hit that ceiling in my corporate career where I started looking for something different. The company changed its culture um, from purpose-driven to profit-driven. So I kind of saw that I no longer aligned with driving their vision and mission. So that's where I started discovering a little bit more regarding personal development and coaching as an industry. I knew I didn't want to go to another nine to five and get another maybe HR position or executive leader position. I knew I was a very skilled and experienced, but I had I think I should, you know, um, start my own company and really build on the knowledge and experience that I've gained all these years and do things my way based on what I've seen there that did not work. So that's really where everything started. I always say I started from experience. I don't say zero, but it was, you know, from zero. I did have to, you know, had to build my own community, my own network and all of that. I started ex executive coaching for women leaders, very niche, you know, community because there isn't a lot of us. And I think there should be more women leaders. And now that we have a chance to grow our businesses, I think we are showcasing all our abilities there. Mm -hmm. um, and then I moved into career coaching because of my HR experience. I still felt I was in a corporate environment. I wanted to expose myself and kind of test my waters and see what was happening and help women grow into their careers, mostly leadership positions. And as of the last three years, this journey has um, taken me five years as an entrepreneur with, you know, the 15 years as a corporate um, CEO, I have been positioned as a business strategist, just really realizing that 
out of this journey, I realized I have a, I'm very gifted, very business minded in the business aspect of things. So now I help not only entrepreneurs, but also corporations build a life and business on purpose. Uh, whether it's from six figures up to seven figures, I've been able to do that for my own company. And that's really where I found my, how I was able to navigate the world of my gifts, experience, and also where my purpose is. So now I'm reliving what I didn't see in, in, in the corporation I work for. I have built my business on impact and on service and on mission and on vision to really drive um, you know, this vision forward and helping as many entrepreneurs as I possibly can to really navigate their gifts and experience and learn everything they need to know foundationally to grow business out of that as well. Mm. <clears throat> wow. So you, you've answered part of what I'm going to ask you, but I'm, we'll, let's expand on that. We, we, we have interviewed quite a few coaches on the Yakni show over the last couple of years, and many of them offer similar services and make similar claims and statements to, to, to you. So what sets you apart? And I'm, I'm hearing the corporate background, and I'm hearing a lot of interest in what you're saying. But in a nutshell, what sets you apart from the other coaches? Yeah, no, I love that question because as an entrepreneur, that's what I've learned that whoever adds the most value and learns how to position themselves really well um, is the one that gets to make the most impact. I think at the end of the day, that's really what most coaches or this industry really offers. First of all, I believe in the industry. I believe that once you have life experience and knowledge and expertise, you absolutely can offer that and shorten someone's time and journey. Everyone still has to take their own steps and go through mm -hmm. their own you know, tests and trials, but that's really what um, you know, I've noticed. But what makes me different, uh, different is the foundational aspect that I teach to my clients, which is what I have seen from big corporations to small online businesses, to people just launching their business to huge companies, mm -hmm. right? Large teams, which is what I have put into my framework. So it's the branding, the marketing, the sales, the systems and the team. So that's pretty much my framework that I have developed, which I don't see in the market. You see a lot of, you know, people niching down. And I understand depending on your phase and stage. I mean, I have been at this a while. It's going to be 20 years collective experience, right? So that, you know, has driven my, my work today. But what I notice is that the, there's a lot of lack of education and skills as far as in the entrepreneurship you know, journey or world. So mm -hmm. that is what I offer. I teach you how to build your business on purpose and then so that you know all these other areas that you need to implement, right? Because as the visionary leader, you have to have the awareness and the education so that you know how to drive your company forward, how to start leveraging all the resources you have around you, whether you are a team of one or a team of 20 or 30 or 40, right? So that's what I believe my passion lies and what I bring that's different from what I see in the marketplace is really the one-stop shop of business, high-level business strategy. Where mm. once you have the foundation, I say you can build as big as you want based on your life goals and, you know, whatever um, drives you internally and whatever, you know, your, your, you know, I'm very spiritual as well. So I also say whatever you, however you're guided. So I work a lot also with my 
intuitive abilities that I have developed over time for people's messaging and finding their authentic power and positioning in the market that makes them unique and different. So in a nutshell, that's what I feel I can offer. And that's how I help my clients and, and people in my community. Excellent. Sorry, Kathleen, I'm going to ask Elona sure. something else here. Mm -hmm. uh, listening to you speaking about two things, impact, impact and foundation, which I think that does set you apart from a lot of the coaches that we've spoken to and that I've come into contact with in, in other areas. And, and an observation, I had a corporate background as well for 15 odd years before going out on my own. And you can see that I'm very old. So it was, it's a long experience. However, one of the things I noticed with entrepreneurs today is those that haven't had that corporate experience are lacking some of the most basic organization skills, organizational skills. And this is why I picked up on your foundation. For instance, I've come across a few that want to have a meeting and have no idea how to run a meeting. So it should be a 10-minute meeting with a one decision ends up in a two or three hour going down various rabbit holes. And, and I think, well, how can someone not know something that basic? And it's because of experience. Is that some of something that you come across? Absolutely. Lack of purpose and lack of education and skills, which mm -hmm. I say the same thing, but just in different ways. That is what I've noticed with online entrepreneurship. And also because online things move such at a fast pace and there's so much content consummation. We're always yep. consuming. Um, I find that that distracts a lot of people mm -hmm. and, you know, the shiny object syndrome and all of that happens, but in order to be, and, and this is what I think, you know, entrepreneurs need to learn that in order to be, to make the, the impact that you want to make in your business, you need to have a long-term vision, right? You can't think like an employee. I had to wash a lot of that out, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's the difference between employee mindset and entrepreneur mindset, that you are putting in the seeds, you're planting in the seeds now. So unless you have that long-term vision, there is no short-term, um, you know, re return on your investment a lot of times. Sure, so sure. This is what I feel is the problem in the industry because we get a lot of messaging over, you know, short-term um, satisfaction, make the income, make this much amount of money every month and all of that. And I think that we're doing people a disservice because we are, we're instilling that short-term mindset in order to build anything, you know, worthwhile, you need to build a brand. You need to build relationships. All yep. of that takes a long time, <laughs> right? Yes. So being vision oriented, mission oriented, I feel is that differentiator uh, where you see people putting in the rounds, you know, putting in the work that's needed behind the scenes so that you are, you can make that progress. I always say you should be five years ahead. Whatever you're working on now, it's probably going to manifest three, four, five years down the line. And that's how we create our own lives. It's not you know, instant gratification. It's not like you do it now and you're just going to get that reward in, in, in a month. So that's the biggest difference between corporate mindset, uh, employee and entrepreneur mindset, which I've had to learn the hard way for sure. Right. So I had the perspective of both. <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell, I have a couple of questions. First, um, can you tell us about your book entitled Connecting the Dots Backwards? Oh, Yeah. That has come through my life's work and experience. I wrote, that was my first um, bestseller book that I wrote after I contributed in another, with another amazing community of women leaders. 
because I realized that I be, you know, I've, I've grown a lot, my spirituality and my, you know, I'm always reflecting back on, okay, so what are some of the things I'm also very process oriented. I think it's been ingrained in me in corporate for so many years. And I think it helps me in the business for sure. And this is how I help my clients, but looking at, you know, um, my life, how the journey has evolved until now, I feel like all those life experiences have really become the catalyst or the trampoline for the work that I'm doing now. And it ties in with a concept that I said over the long-term vision that whatever I am trying to create in the future, and the title of the book is connecting your dots backwards towards your ultimate vision. You know, unless we go through what we go through now, we can never transform into the person that we need to be so that we achieve those goals or that vision of impact that we have five, 10 years down the line. So it's really our job is to raise our consciousness. I'm writing my third book on conscious um, entrepreneurship, which I find is a really unique aspect because now um, I think we're learning that as entrepreneurs, we need to really work on our spiritual side mm -hmm. so that we raise our consciousness because the more aware we are, the more we capture opportunities where everyone is zigging with zag. This is how we're going to carve our own lanes and journeys in, in this in this whole um, entrepreneurship arena that we're operating in. So the more attentive we are, the more we work with our energy levels, our conscious levels, and the more on purpose we act and, and you know drive ourselves in our business day to day, the more we are going to make a, um, a big impact and we're gonna operate completely on authenticity because there's no one that can do things like you. And I always say the more you do something, the more you operate of intuitive power, as I, as I say. Mm -hmm. So for example, now that I create my content, it's just like, I just need an idea. And this is a skill that I developed over time through just speaking um, and just putting myself out there. Um, and you work on completely intuitive, right? So, and that's where you attract your type, right type of audience, right type of people, and you create a movement and a community so that you can manifest a bigger vision and you build your brand. Right. I think unless, unless you're focused in building your brand, you're just going to be a little fish somewhere sitting and you're not going to have the visibility and the impact that you actually deserve. So all of this is somehow connected all together. Right. That, in a nutshell, that was the logic behind the, my book. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, out of curiosity, are you a meditator? Yes, I am. You know, uh, Peter, you, you probably have noticed this. Uh, a lot of our very successful entrepreneurs, one of the things that they've, they've all said that is in common is that they always take time for themselves mm -hmm. to meditate. Meditating is a huge, huge, uh, you know, something that is, paramount in their lives because it's it's what um makes them reflect on their lives it's what makes it just they get downloads of information through meditation and so that's why i asked you the question but and, and i'm gonna jump in as well and i heard looking after your spiritual side and feeding your spiritual self and feeding your soul i'm using my words but picking up what you said and again so many of our successful mm -hmm. guests with coaches and other businesses have said the same thing right that you've got to have that balance so thank you yes so you you also have your own podcast what sort of topics do you cover in your podcast yeah, so my podcast is the Life School Masterclass show. So besides solo episodes that I do on the topics of purpose-driven entrepreneurship, 
building a business on legacy, everything from marketing, sales, how to connect everything to team, to leadership, all these topics that I know we need as entrepreneurs, also to mindset. Mindset is a big, big uh, topic for sure there as well. Um, so that's what we cover there. And I also bring guests from my community. So I love to leverage other people's knowledge and expertise. I feel like we all learn and grow together collectively in that way as well. So I also bring in a lot of different experts around really all life topics. I do find that, yes, I, you know, we do have to get known for the one thing that we feel we are the most capable and driven to, you know, make an impact in the world. But honestly, once you you know, learn and grow through personally, you realize that, you know, why are you, why do you want to make that impact with your business? It's probably because of all these other areas that you also want to implement in your life and make sure they're always in. I don't believe in the word balance, but that are, that you are feeding such as your emotional health, you know, your physical health, your relationships, your, your wealth consciousness and all these areas that really make for a more holistic approach mm -hmm. uh, because it does affect all these other areas. So, but those are the main topics that I cover there. Right. As I mentioned. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Elena, we've got three phenomena coming, <clears throat> coinciding at the moment. We, we have the effects of the pandemic and partly because of that, but as a separate event, we're seeing huge disruption in, in many different types of industries. And now we've got rising inflation. So, so we, especially for new entrepreneurs, we're going into uncharted territory. So is there one key bit of advice or a key suggestion you'd make to entrepreneurs to help them navigate and, and get through the years ahead successfully? Yeah, I would say it's so true that we're definitely uh, navigating in certain territories. I would say have that long-term vision and mission for sure. This is the time where it's needed because this is going to be the test of entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. Who is here for the short term and who is here that's going to resist, you know, every season in life? We're in the winter season, right? I mean, even business journey, I, I related to life seasons, mm -hmm. right? You're in the winter, you have to learn how to navigate that so that you can continue and, and, you know, go through the spring and, and the summer. Obviously, there's always a, a you know, a tunnel, a light at the end of the tunnel. So, and we needed to go through this, honestly, I think economically and everything, because we're, I think we're rising. We're, we're, um, we're understanding that there's a lot of different priorities that maybe we're not used to. And the pandemic kind of shook a lot of us. Um, and we are, we're now shifting and going through this transition. But I would say, hold on to your vision and mission. If it's in your heart, it's there for a reason. That's why I love that you touched upon meditation because that's where my, all my ideas come from. I mean, if I, if it was up to me, all I would do is work on the visionary leadership and the creative ideas that I want to put forth to move my business forward and, you know, understand how to delegate and get the right people in partnership to help me with everything else. Mm -hmm. So that's like one thing. But if you have um, a desire in your heart, a dream that you wanted to manifest, or you started something, you know, hold that long-term vision just because it didn't manifest at this certain time does not mean that through a lot of hard work, education, and skills that you need to gain throughout the journey, work on you so that you personally transform and leverage this time. Don't just think that, you know, let me just write this out and do nothing with it. I actually would say I'm very practical as a person as well. I would say if you need to go and you know, uh, support another company to build their dream. If they have the assets and the funds to help you, 
why not take mm -hmm. that opportunity and don't struggle financially until your vision and mission manifests there's many times in my journey where i've had to take you know projects that maybe did not so much align with where i was going but i never let go of that vision i have a saying that i live by i'll do what i need to do to get to where i want to go so nothing should scare you it's just a matter of you adapting another great skill of entrepreneurs or successful entrepreneurs or people that are making a great impact is adaptability and flexibility i mm -hmm. think that's really important if you do have to do that, I say go and support someone else's dream until you build your own dream. So you can find fund your own dream, but never let sight of your own of your own dream because there's a reason why it's inside your heart. Mm -hmm. You're the only one that can really bring it to life and make the impact that you desire with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Good advice. You also have a staffing agency. Uh, for the U.S. and the Canadian, for Canadian businesses as well. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so that rose out of the need of uh, my work with helping entrepreneurs and corporations build their business, lack of talent, succession planning, right? Um, everyone's like, you know, understanding that they needed the staff, they needed whether it was leadership or, you know, everyday staff, but not really sure of how to hire the right people, how to clarify on purpose who the right people were and all of that. So that it rose out of the, the need to really supply my clients with lots of amazing talent that were also trained through my framework on business building at all levels, whether it was entry level, maybe a VA for an online business, all the way to an operations manager and a leader, CFO, CEO. Right now I'm growing in on that avenue as well so that people can find that hub where they can get access to amazing talents. Um, and it's a win-win for both uh, people because not everyone I always say um, needs to start their own company. You can also very happily build, help someone support their dream while you're building your dream. Right. So we have entrepreneurs, but we also have people that just want to work on their, you know, areas that they're really happy with based on their life vision and mission. And you don't have to necessarily build your own company to do that. You can help someone else support someone else uh, build their vision and mission. I have so many amazing people that do just that and they're very happy growing, learning and also uh, meeting their goals for their families as well alongside the journey that I'm taking. So I think, you know, that's that's how that uh, the agency came about. Talent agency is what I call it. Some people think of it as modeling, but I'm like, yeah, uh, it's modeling. We model, you know, with the different positions that you would need in your business, but it's really to, to supply businesses with great talent. That's right. Excellent. Oh, very good. So here's, here's one for you, and, and it's relevant because you, you are running a talent agency. Um, we're seeing a situation in Canada, and from my reading, there it's similar in many areas of, of your country as well, where unemployment numbers are rising, pe businesses are closing, people are losing jobs, and some of it's pandemic-related, some is not. And yet, at the same time, many employers can't find people to work for them, for them particularly in the retail sector and in service industries. Yeah. I drive into our little city near me, and all the Tim Hortons, you probably heard the name, our, our iconic coffee shop, they're all looking for people. They have signs saying, I'm, please be patient, we're short of staff. Even some other dealers are looking for mechanics and plumbers are looking for plumbers. So the, the two shouldn't coexist at the same time. What's your take on that? 
Yeah, I, I definitely have a, a take on that. Um, I think traditional businesses are struggling because now people, after the pandemic, we are getting used to working from home. Mm-hmm. People are, you know, realizing there is a different way to go about life, um, and I can still be productive and, you know, make the income that I need so that I can have more work-life balance, lifestyle, travel, all of that. So I think now the new values that we value that maybe were not so evident before is at least what I've seen through my work is more family time, time for yourself, um, time to travel, financial freedom, and more lifestyle, more more life balance, Mm -hmm. more balance. So I think that's really what we're seeing. That's why I think a lot of traditional businesses are struggling with that because they, if you have a physical location, obviously maybe your offering in your business of, or, or in your company of, um, you know, uh, remote work is not so available. So I think that's oh. really what's happening with that. But I think I see this even through my corporate clients that companies have to now rise into a different culture. They have to match the needs of where humanity is going and where we all go in a real mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to have more entrepreneurial cultures where, as I said before, people grow under your big umbrella of your big vision and mission, but they all, each of them have opportunities for work that's meaningful for them. I think that's a big priority right now for people. And then the other one is to really have the financial freedom that they're looking for and no Mm -hmm. limit to what is it that they can actually achieve. Mm -hmm. So I think those two really important values are what companies need to kind of shift with their cultures or realign their positions or the way they did business before to meet the needs of, you know, what people really want now in the workforce. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. And I, I sort of, um, I think we were on the same wavelength with that. Uh, yeah, I absolutely agree with you. Um, can you walk us through the process you would take, say, with me, if I were to come to you as a client? Yeah, so we always start with what I love the best is the why, you know, what you're trying to achieve and why you want to achieve it. So we start with clarifying your personal life and business vision and mission. It always starts there because we need to have a you know, GPS to understand where we're trying to go. And then the rest of the process is really catered to the client and the phase and stage of business they're in. Obviously, if they're launching a business, they're starting from, from the beginning. Everything from clarifying their message, their client, their vision, their mission, their business model, and all of that. So I take them step-by-step step through all, the, all the, um, the, the methodology and the framework that they need. Um, if they are in a different phase and stage, if they're upper six figures, they already have staff and they now need to, you know, operate and understand what the new strategy is in their business so that they can, you know, grow beyond that. Because a lot of times with businesses, whatever got you to a certain phase and stage is not going to be necessarily the same thing that you need to continue to get to to the next level. So I will work and strategize on pretty much what their business model is that's going to sustain their growth which is, you know, where everything starts with that and aligning that to their vision and mission and message and also the audiences that they've already built. Or maybe we need to tap into new markets, new audiences, or understand how to leverage the current uh, the current community they have or the, their current audience so that they can build upon that with the new audiences and then work a lot on alignment of positions, the team members, people that they need to bring on board, and of course, also the systems they need to create. 
right? Because um, systems is what I say sets you free as an entrepreneur or as a business owner. Um, you know, creating systems around your business and structures is really going to make um, your your life easier, first of all, um, but also is going to help your team and also your clients. So we have, you know, I handle everything from the first couple of the departments, like I said, with branding and all of that, and also how to strategize on the client journey. You know, how is it that we can leverage, you know, your current clients and what is it that you know, they're going through and how is it that we can have upsells for them and other offers and, and leverage that community of people. So I look at the overall picture of the business in a nutshell, but meet people where they are in their phase and stage of business. Great. Mm -hmm. Very good. So here's what I call my burning question. And I, I ask this question of all successful people and you're, you're certainly in that category. You've worked with lots of people, both in the corporate world and since you've been running your own your own business and with your talent agency, uh, probably thousands of people you've come across. So meeting all those people, would you say there's one characteristic or mindset or habit that sets the successful people apart from those who just remain average? And I, by success, I, just, I don't mean just making a lot of money. I mean success in its fullest definition. Is there one thing or is it more than one thing? What, what's your opinion? Oh, I love this question because I speak very often um, about purposeful success when that mm -hmm. comes from within. And success to me nowadays means personal fulfillment. It's no longer monetary, right? So mm -hmm. you definitely understand that the higher, you know, levels of, I guess, your growth that you go through doesn't mean necessarily sometimes, you know, we negatively can connect that to levels of intelligence or whatever that means. I think everyone has an infinite potential and very unique intelligences and where they really you know, how they're wired. And that's really the journey of understanding yourself and growing through that. But when it comes to, um, you know, really achieving the goals, I think that's maybe how we can define success. Mm -hmm. You said, you know, a vision, a mission in place, and you have a goal in mind that you're trying to achieve and you intention with intentionality, you've clarified it. It's really hunger, drive, desire, persistence, consistence, and um, stubbornness in many times, but also a lot of spiritual work that you need to do with your inner self so that you really understand quietly how to navigate the ship you're running, you know, how to navigate through all the different challenges that will come um, aboard. And I would also say adaptability. But the top three are definitely hunger, desire, drive, persistence, and also adaptability. I would say those are the top three. Yeah. Very good. Excellent. So I, I, I've got to tell you, and you, you know this already, I, but it, for our audience that we've asked that question of between 80 and 100 successful people, I guess. And it, every answer is something like you've given us or a variation or a few more. Nobody mentions getting an MBA or going to university or uh, having rich parents or being born in the right neighborhood or speaking the right language. None of that. It's all these internal personal characteristics. So thank you for adding to our list. That's really good. Well, we are running low on time, time, Ilona. Can you tell us how people can contact you? Yeah, they can actually, I'm big on community. So if they are on LinkedIn, they could just find me at Alona Lupari. And if they are on Facebook, they can join my Facebook group community, Badass Mission Driven Entrepreneurs. I think those are the really the two best spots to really okay. 
an introduction and get a lot of value through the work that I do every day. Wonderful. That's great. Thank you. And for our audio listeners, those links will be in the description so you can contact Elona from there. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Elona. I hope to have you back. And uh, thank you all so very much for tuning into our show. And until next time, take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone.